0: Welcome to Idol is Vital, your natural health and wellness stop. Hi everyone, this is Julie. Thank you for stopping by to share with me today. I hope you're having a fabulous day today and I hope all is going well for you thus far. In this podcast, I want to talk about sustainable housing um, because... I talked a little bit about sustainability before and I was looking at, at how as time moves on, it is important, it is necessary that we become cognizant of what it means and what could be involved in sustainable living and different aspects of sustainable living, how we can provide for ourselves more. and. The reason for doing this is because, of course, ITAL is Vital is about health and wellness in general. And that involves being able to live comfortably, sustainably, and more entwined with nature, so to speak. And that means that if we're able to build housing that is more of natural material, Um, you know these can be more healthy and then also in addition to being more healthy it is usually more sustainable it usually involves using of course um, materials that uh, that will not um, affect the earth negatively and so on so I just wanted to look at some of the options. And in this, in in this podcast, I'm looking primarily at housing and I'll just be mentioning or looking at some of the housing ideas in terms of the natural and some methods that might not be 100% natural, but are alternatives for many people including people who may have uh, financial constraints. Building a house using natural materials, uh, I think is the way to go. I think more and more um, people need to look at that. There was a point in time, I I would think, in our uh, history somewhere along the line, where buildings involve, of course, more natural materials. Today, that is not so much the case, um, but I must say that i am seeing more and more evidence that people are trying to, um, or at least some people are beginning to look at ways uh, outside of the regular cement or brick and mortar um, type or way of building a home. Now today, A lot of people do use cement, especially um, the places where I usually um, go. That's what I I usually see, a lot of cement. Growing up for me um, in Jamaica, I did also see a lot of uh, wooden homes uh, because I also lived in a wooden home. So um, you see a lot of that also, but now uh, many people are replacing the wood with the concrete block and cement. So those are quite popular and I would say the popularity is, is growing and people choose this option for several reasons. They look at availability and affordability and that is dependent on where you are located. They look at, you know, the versatility of using concrete and and cement block. You can do, you know, myriads of designs, you know, sizes, shapes, you know, usually you can get this done with cement and concrete. And also it can be durable. Um, We're talking about longevity also. It tends to be uh, fire resistant. Uh, pest resistant in some instances, depending on um, the level of, um, I would say, craftsmanship. And of course, it's load-bearing because what you find is that with when you build with concrete, you can have those really high buildings. And it's, it's just widely acceptable. In, in many places, today it's getting more and more acceptable. So those are some of the reasons why people tend to build with concrete blocks. Um, however, concrete, concrete blocks in some other places can be quite expensive, it's expensive. Um, especially now we're realizing that the cost of cement is going up. And also concrete and cement, um, it is not as um, environmentally friendly as other methods, as some other methods, I should say. Um, So we have to take that into consideration. And I think that's one of the main reasons people are looking at alternatives. They want something that is more eco-friendly. And so they're looking at different methods of building a home without having to use cement blocks or concrete. You know, and I'm gonna just touch on some of the methods now. Some of the methods that you don't need to use the cement block or concrete, or if you do, you would use it in much less quantity than you would have if you were to go straight to using the cement and concrete blocks to to build your home. So as as I look at sustainability, as I look at doing more for self, I think it's important that we learn to build housing using more natural materials um, because they tend to be more environmentally friendly. And they're also more sustainable ways of constructing a home, and so. You know, and in many instances, depending on where you are located, these can be cheaper methods. In in many instances, there are people who learn to do these methods and build their own homes. So, let's look at some of them. Let's look at cob building as one way, one method, and this involves using a mixture of clay, sand, straw, and water. And you use these to create a sturdy and durable building material. And you can mold that into walls and structure. So that is one aspect that's carp building. Another natural method of building is the straw bale construction. And this method involves stacking bales of straw in a grid pattern, and then you cover them with layers of clay or earth. Um, to create and insulate in our fire-resistant building material. So that is also another um, form. Then there is adobe construction. And this is a sun-dried mud brick that can be used to build. You can use it to build um, floors, walls, roof. And this is a method that goes back a long time. There's some that says this method has been around for thousands of years. And um, of course, it's also not just sustainable, but it's affordable um, way of building. Then there is stone masonry. My dad was a stone mason, and stone mason masonry. That's when you build with stone. Um, you know, and this method has been around for a long time too, it's one of those tried and tested methods that is still being used today, you know, and because you can use it to build walls, uh, foundations, fireplaces, and, you know, of course it's, it's very, very durable. Um... Then there is one that I especially like a lot, and that's crammed earth construction. And this involves compacting layers of moist earth um, or a soil into a solid mass. And it's, you, you usually ram, ram it together to form a wall, and the walls are usually thick. These are usually thick walls, and they're strong and durable and usually have a high thermal mass which helps to regulate the temperature inside the house. So people who usually have rammed earth building, many instances, they do not install ACs. And interestingly enough, it's not just in the tropics that people are using rammed earth building. If you look on YouTube, you'll see videos in different parts of the world where people are building beautiful structures uh, with round earth because I think one of the main features of the round earth also is the aesthetic. It's very pleasing to the eye. seeing the mud structure and it's not what people think because usually, you know, not just for the round earth, but a lot of these methods of uh, people usually have a negative negative view of these methods because they say, "Oh, it's natural material." Um, you know, you will look. Some people think you you they would not look sophisticated enough, etc., etc. And so, sometimes they may think twice about using these material. But for these that I have mentioned, I I can say to you, you know, go and look at some of the examples. You will see. You can check YouTube, you can check online for some of these examples. And I, of course, will have information with some images on the blog, further information for some of these methods um, as well as the advantages and disadvantages because they each have their uh, positives and and not so positives about them. Um, Different methods you can look at and see, uh, see which one if any, you would want to look at. And there are also other methods. There are new methods that are coming to the fore now and um, that I haven't mentioned. For example, uh, they're now using hemp. Hemp is now being used to make a kind of block that they're using to build homes. And that was a surprise when I came across that one. They're using hemp to do that. And um, so that is interesting. You can check out and see how some of those are. And also, there are other um, methods that people are using where they're using a substantial amount of natural materials and smaller amount of uh, not-so-natural materials. For example, earth blocks. Earth blocks are... Interlocking her blocks. These are blocks that lock onto themselves. So these blocks are built using primarily mud. Yes, they use primarily mud and a bit of sand and maybe other mixture, and maybe dependent on the soil that you are dealing with. It could be five to ten percent of cement that is mixed into it. But the good thing is that it's the smaller, smaller amount of cement that you use. Um, for each block, as noted, the total makeup is maybe from five to ten percent cement that is used in the construction of the blocks and because of how the interlock block lock onto each other you usually don't require mortar during the building process so it reduces the um, the cost of cement it reduces the cost of cement and so because you don't have to put that layer of mortar in between the blocks and so for many people this is a more not just more sustainable way of building a home, but of course, when you look at just the overall expense in building a home, it can you know make a huge difference because the cost can be really a lot less, you know, especially if you plan properly uh, for many people, they could save maybe even forty percent compared to what it would cost them to build a house with, uh, you know, brick and mortar, so to speak. These are some natural ways of building that one could consider. Um, for many of us, we're used to the, um, you know, concrete blocks and the cement, and that's the method that we're used to. And um, many people don't even think of, an, you know, there are alternatives or viable alternatives but there are a number of viable alternatives that can give you beautiful homes. And you can use straight natural method, which is the one I, I would promote. Or you can use a method that uses mainly natural material and a smaller percentage of other materials. And, um, Yes, so that those are, are are some options that people may want to consider, Of course, I also noticed that people are living many people are beginning to live in containers, and they're making some beautiful homes in in containers. Uh, my issue with the containers, of course is not natural material but I do understand that it can be a cost-effective way for many people. And especially if you have some containers, if you have access to some containers, I have seen where for a smaller amount of money, one could turn those into viable homes. And so I'm not gonna knock another person's process, but I will say this, that. If you can use natural materials or let the majority of the material that you use be natural material, I think that you know could be a more environmentally um, friendly way to go, so to speak. And so maybe you'd want to consider that. So let me just mention briefly some of those that I mentioned as some natural um, ways of building or natural materials that you could incorporate in building your home. There is cob building. There is straw bale construction. There is adobe construction. There is stone masonry. There is rammed earth construction. Also, there are the M block or hemp creek. As I noted, these are blocks that are made from the hemp plant itself, the fiber, and so these are some methods. And I also mentioned, for example, the interlocking earth blocks. These are interlocking blocks that are made uh, with primarily, the primary material is the soil, the mud. That's what makes these up and there could be a bit of sand. And um, there is usually a smaller percentage of cement, uh, maybe ten to um, sorry, maybe five to ten percent. And so that is that is not totally natural, but uh, pr- the primary um, percentage of material involved is natural. And so that's also another option that one may want to consider. Uh, as an alternative to the regular methods that we use today, or that many of us um, are seen being used. I'll leave a link to an article down below, um, where you'll be able to just get a little bit more information about each method, each natural method of building that I mentioned, natural type of material building and you can see a little bit about that so you can always check the link but even if you don't check the link this channel also had the link separately so you'll be able to see it um, on its own and check it out it's worth exploring these options especially in these times I think learning more natural methods of building where we don't necessarily depend heavily on imported goods for us to be able to build. I think these methods will be better for the nation ultimately because for a lot of the building process in most countries, it's reliant on materials that have to be imported, when in many instances there are local materials that can be used to build a beautiful home.
1: And of course,
0: depending on which method you use to build, it could be extremely cost-effective. Now, I know it also comes down to where you're located, because I know that some countries, they have very strict rules when it comes to building and you can't build this type of building here or you can't build this type of building there. And I think almost everywhere it is like that to some degree, but in some places it's more extreme than others. And so you need this permission, that permission. But I find that for many people um, going outside on the outskirts of the city, they usually find that they're able to have a bit of leeway in terms of building. But um, it's not always possible for everybody. But where you're located, maybe you can check. You probably would be more surprised that you have more options than you initially think. But one thing I would want to say, you know, if you can get your home, if you can build your home yourself, And it depends on where you're located. You may be able to build your home bit by bit. I know that um, because I grew up in Jamaica, for example. I see this in Jamaica. I see it in Barbados. I see it here on the continent of Africa um, where, you know, people sometimes they just build their home bit by bit. They might take five years to complete building their home. So they may save, they get a certain amount of money, they build up to a certain level, they leave it, they save again, they get a certain amount of money, they build up to a certain level. Or then they, you know, have various methods of how they accumulate a certain money by a certain time and just do a proper portion of building. Where you're located will of course have an impact on the costs, how much it would cost for you to build. And I know for example, if you're living in a country like the US, it could cost quite a lot more compared to if you're living in Ghana. But this I would say, if you're buying compared to if you are building. Because I find that when I, You know, do my checks and so on. It can cost um, a lot less if you're building your own home and yourself. If you're you, because when you're building yourself, you can go at your own pace, and you can for each stage that you build, you can ensure that uh, quality work is done at each stage. Because I mean. If you're building and staging and spending your money, you don't want to see it go go to waste like that. So you make sure you get quality work. So it would be interesting to know if you do consider or if you are considering uh, more traditional ways of building a home. And um, I I personally think it's the way to go uh, for the future. I think it's more beneficial um, for us as, um, you know, as individuals, as in, you know, families, for community, to learn to create our lives with our own hands as much as possible and using natural materials to build our homes and understanding how it is done and even learning to do it ourselves, I I think is the way to go. And um, these are skills that should be increased and passed on to the next um, generation. If you can build your own home, you know, provide majority of your own food, if not all the food that you eat, get your own water, Uh, different methods of getting water. I'll touch on that at another time. And um, even your own source of power, uh, electricity. If we can do this as much as possible, it helps us to be more self-reliant and less reliant on the government, less reliant on the system. And, um, you know, look more to not just ahead, as in that of a government, but look more to to within ourselves, you know, look more to our families, look more to our communities as we share, as we share the skills we have and we help each other. And um, so basically, that's what I wanted to touch on in this podcast a bit about um, you know, self-sufficiency, being able to build our own homes, being able to do that especially with natural materials, uh, materials that we can find uh, in our own surrounding where we could literally build a home for ourselves without having to depend on uh, so much government having to import products from other places so that we can um, get these to build with. And even if we have to use these materials, uh, it's important that we use them in as low quantity as we possibly can. So if one is building, you know, maybe the aim could be to have at least 75% be natural material and let that be a target um, it's it's worth pursuing so do let me know what you think let me know if you, you have been considering anything like this and um, or if you will consider it or maybe it's just not your thing you're not interested in this kind of thing um, I thought it, it was something that was worth mentioning, worth talking about so Yes, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to be the change you'd like to see in this world. Have a fantabulous day today. Ta ta! Welcome to Eitel is Vital, your natural health and wellness stop.